Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hey, everybody. It's Morgan Susan Taylor, founder of Mobile Spa Business Opportunity and the creator of the Mobile Spa Generator 7-week course. Thanks so much for being here with me. And we are on for our live group coaching call, and we are currently working in Module 5 this week. You guys should have hopefully completed Module 5, and I hope that you found lots of good information in there. Um, module 5, one minute here. There we go. So module five is all about hiring and building your team. How do you find good people? Why even bother building a team? Uh, we talked about hiring procedures and paperwork and also covered some of the skills of a good leader, how to have good communication, how to delegate, the uh, importance of asking for help, and how to really um, build up your team, give good feedback, and then covered some common obstacles and challenges when we're first starting out building our team. There's lots of good stuff in this module, and I really only got one question submitted this week about some of the topics in Module 5, so I'm going to just address that, and we'll have a short call today, and then be sure also to check there will be another audio file that I will upload onto our course platform from a past live Q&A call that I did that will have some more goodies in it for you. But I got a great question again here from Kosha. And Kosha, I just want to thank you so much for participating and sending in questions. It really helps um, helps when we all participate and we're working through stuff. It really helps us come together as a group and we all learn from each other. So thank you so much, Kosha, for being really consistent about getting some questions in each week. And so Kosha had a question about what is the difference between an employee and an independent contractor? So kind of wondering about you know, if I'm hiring an independent contractor or should I hire my therapist as an employee. And one of the things Kosha is interested in doing, she's asking this question because she, has, she wants her technician, her therapist, to wear a uniform and she also wants them all to perform the services exactly as she tells them. So I should have covered this a little bit in Module 5. And if I don't think actually that I went into a lot of detail about the difference between an employee and an independent contractor. And I'm going to talk about that now, but I do also want to refer you guys to the bonus, the ebook you got as part of the bonus for the course, which should be available on the teaching platform under the very first, um, I think it says like general information. You should be able to access the ebook. If you haven't done that yet, go ahead and do that. Um, chapter 3 of the ebook talks about hiring independent contractors, and it talks about some of the differences between an independent contractor versus an employee. Now, one of the things, too, that you need to keep in mind, most of the information that I am giving you is going to be relevant to uh, United States laws. So if you live outside of the U.S., you will need to consult 
the laws of your particular country or area, wherever it is that you are. So what I know in the United States, if you hire with an independent contractor, you have a lot less control over the nature of the work that they do. So for instance, and I, I believe I covered this in module five, you can't tell the independent contractor exactly what to do and how to do it, technically speaking. Legally speaking, you can't say, I want you to do exactly this for five minutes and exactly this for five more minutes. Um, you can't do that because the nature of an independent contractor is that they have control over when they do their work how, and how they do their work. Um, time and location and the nature of the work, how they actually complete the work is really in, within their control. It's one of the things that defines an independent contractor, just one of many. So there's many different criteria that you would line it up against if you were ever in a situation where you had to um, prove that your technician was an independent contractor, not an employee, there's a lot of criteria that you have to weigh it against. But you never want to get in that position to begin with. So this is why we want to have these questions figured out beforehand and really decide which path is going to be the best for you. So if you're really wanting to be able to tell your technicians exactly what to do and how to do it, and you want to give them training, and you want everything consistent across the board, you're probably going to want to hire them as employees, not independent contractors. The other thing Kosha was interested in was she wants to have her therapists all wear uh, a uniform. She wants them to all wear the same outfit. And if you're hiring independent contractors, again, you cannot require them to wear your, let's say, company t-shirt. So I, I had that in my business. I had a company t-shirt that I had all of my independent contractors wear. And the thing is, you, just, you can't force them to do it. You can't say, if you're going to work here for me, you have to wear this shirt. Because that would imply, you again, that you have control over more control and that would sort of imply that they're your employee. Now what you can do though with an independent contractor, from the way that I understand it and understood it, the way that I did my business, was that you can suggest that they wear your company shirt. You can give priority hiring to those independent contractors who will agree to wear your company shirt. And the other thing, too, around them all being able to perform the services exactly the same, one of the ways around that, you know, especially in this industry with massage therapists and estheticians and male technicians, I mean, obviously we have an outcome that we're trying to get to, right? There's a Swedish massage that needs to happen. And even in businesses that I've worked in as an employee, you know, they have a protocol and they want you to do these five things. Inside of that, you, the, you still that therapist still has a lot of freedom over how they're going to do the work anyway because it's a healing art. It's not a science. And it can tend to make a service very dry and boring if you do try to dictate too much of what they're doing and how they're doing it. You can have a suggested protocol. That's how I suggest kind of getting around this if you want to stick with independent contractors. Have the suggested protocols. You can't say if you work for you, you have to follow this. You can say, hey, here's what we suggest in order to kind of try to keep as much consistency as we can. And inside of that, you, know, you can have give hiring preference to those who agree to follow that suggested protocol. And then they can have that choice of whether or not um, they do it. And all therapists are a little bit different anyway in their style and their approach. But if you're talking about a protocol for massage and you want to have something that gives it consistency across the board, you know, say you want to have them put, you know, several drops of essential oils and have the client smell that and then a five-minute scalp massage and then clean the feet with a hot towel. 
and then they do the Swedish massage after that. So that would be maybe a protocol for Swedish massage that would create some element of branding for the business as well as some consistency between therapists. It can be a suggested protocol rather than a mandated protocol, which also would mean then if you hire an independent contractor, you couldn't necessarily fire them or um, terminate them because they didn't follow the protocol. If they were your employee and you said, here's the protocols, and you found out they were not following the company protocol, then you would have grounds for termination. So that's one difference between an independent contractor and an employee. Another difference is taxing, paying taxes. When you hire employees, at least here in the United States, you actually have to pay half of their income tax. So half of it comes out of the employee paycheck, and then the company pays the other half. So it's actually a little bit more complicated in terms of payment, and you would pay them through what's called a W-2, not a 1099. So I know I probably talked about um, 1099s, and, um, which is the reporting of the wages that you pay to your independent contractor. You have to report that to the IRS if it's over $600. Uh, but you don't have to pay or withhold any taxes out of that paycheck. That independent contractor is fully responsible for the paying of all their taxes on all the income that they make. So in a lot of ways, an independent contractor is a lot simpler. You don't have all that paperwork and a lot of that other back-end kind of stuff that you have to do as a business. Um, the independent contractor does that on their own. You would just report the total amount that you pay them with what's called a 1099 form. Now, if they're an employee, that's a different story. And I didn't hire employees. All of my therapists were independent contractors. But an employee, you as the company will be withholding taxes and then paying those taxes through probably a 941, called an employer form 941, which you report their taxable wages to the IRS. And then at the end of the year, you give them what's called a W-2 form, which is a wage report for the total amount of wages that you paid them that year and the total amount of taxes you withheld and how much you paid to the government throughout the year. So it's a little bit more complicated having an employee. If you really don't need to have a high level of control over your therapist, it's usually easier to start out hiring independent contractors. And in the mobile spa business, it's a really, really, really common thing. It just tends to be simpler. And if you find that later down the line you really want to have more branding, more control, you want to offer more training, you can later convert them into um, employees. Now, one of the things that is not allowed, you cannot have both an employee and an independent contractor doing the same type of work. So let's say you hire two massage therapists and you decide you want to turn one into an employee and leave the other as an independent contractor. You can't do that. If you get caught doing that, you'll pay big penalties. It has to do with the type of work that they're performing, not what you call their, like what their ty work title is. So for instance, you can't hire two technicians and have them both doing massage, but call the employee a massage therapist and the independent contractor a body technician, but they're both actually out there doing Swedish massage. Um, so it's really not about what you call them, but it's the nature of the work that they're doing. Now, if you hire a massage therapist and you make them an employee, but you hire another therapist and they only do body treatments, they don't do any kind of massage, then they're doing a different type of work. So you can do that. You could have them as an independent contractor, the body technician as an independent contractor, and the massage therapist as an employee. I gave you an awesome resource as well in Module 5. Um, it's a book called Hiring Independent Contractors, The Legal Guide. 
uh, let's see, Hiring Independent Contractors, the Employer's Legal Guide by Attorney Stephen Fishman. You should be able to find that online. Amazon or abebooks.com should have it. Now that is just an awesome book if you really have questions and really want to make sure that you're within the legal bounds of you know, that you're not breaking any laws and that you're doing it right. That book is an excellent resource to have um, so that you don't get into any kind of gray areas and uh, you know make mistakes that are going to cost you later on. All right. Well, I hope that that helps, and I hope everybody's doing well moving through the content. And please send in your questions for next week. We have just two more modules left, Module 6 and Module 7, so we're getting near the end of our time together. And I just want to give you all really encouragement to keep going wherever you are on your path right now, wherever you are with the course. Just keep putting one foot in front of another. If you've gotten a little bit behind, just be patient with yourself. Don't throw it all away. Just take some time. Set aside time each day to catch up. And maybe some of you are a little bit ahead of the game and you're really excited for the next module to come out or you feel like it's not moving quickly enough for you. Use that as time to really refine and maybe focus on some, maybe backtracking a little bit, maybe refining some of the other areas of the business um, that maybe could even use a little bit more strengthening right now. So it never hurts to go back to those foundational elements and just review them and make sure that they're really good and strong so that you can build a profitable mobile spa business. Okay, everybody, thank you so much for being with me, and I wish you all good luck with Module 6, and I'll see you on the lines uh, next Sunday. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.